Tired of jumping from job to job? How about a career in a recession-proof industry where you can make a difference and help create a healthier living and working environment? The pest management industry gives you the opportunity to work with more independence. OPC Pest Services will give you a chance to grow with advancement. Come be a part of our team at OPC Pest Services. Apply online at opcpest.com slash careers. That's opcpest.com slash careers. Where do you go to find all your favorite wine, beer, and spirits with selections customized to local tastes? For over 25 years, that go-to place has been Cox's Spirit Shop. Cox's, Louisville's go-to liquor store. For the drive with Mark Ennis, presented by Fitness Market on 93.9 The Ville. Fitness Market is Louisville's premier location for home and commercial fitness equipment and electric bikes. Find them online at thefitnessmarket.com. Now here's Mark Ennis and Biggest Biscuit, also known as Dave Skull. Welcome back into the drive here on 93.9 The Ville. Mark Ennis. Dave Skull here on a Wednesday, a Louisville basketball uh, game day Wednesday, which means we'll be out here uh, a little bit early, around 5.30 or so, to turn you over pregame coverage uh, with Paul and the crew for Louisville and Syracuse tonight. And just a reminder again, if you're looking for a super offer for Super Bowl 58, DraftKings Sportsbook has you covered. New customers can bet on the big game and turn 5 bucks into 200 instantly in bonus bets. And with DraftKings Same Game Parlors, everyone's got a shot at an even bigger win for Super Bowl 58. So you can string together multiple bets for the big game and take your shot at making your payday even sweeter. You don't just have to uh, stick with uh, betting the point spread or whatever. Although I did see earlier today that in every single state in America, with the exception of New Jersey, the majority of point spread bets are for Kansas City. Yeah. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code THEVILLE. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get 200 instantly in bonus bets only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of Super Bowl 58. When you use promo code THEVILLE, the crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. You got to be 18 or older. Physically present in Kentucky. Your bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. All those terms uh, can be found at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football turns. We made Kenny wait through the break, not Kenny Payne. Kenny, not Kenny Payne. Welcome into the drive, buddy. What's up? No, no, I'm not Kenny Payne, but every time somebody says Kenny, referring to Kenny, it, it, I, my alarm goes off in my body, you know. <laughs> they, oh, are they talking about me? No, they're not talking about me. But anyway, uh, if it's recruiting night, I used to go out there during the Petrino years, and he would show films. Yeah, uh, the, and it was awesome. I loved. It. I wish. I hope. Uh, but I, I, apparently, we haven't signed anybody today. I don't know what. You, I, did I hear y'all say that? Yeah, they didn't add anybody else uh, today okay. because basically they're done. You know, they signed the high school kids and the uh, the transfers really in December. Oh, okay. So they, right. there wasn't anybody to add. All right. Well, I want to tell y'all the story. I went out there one time when Petrino was there, and they're showing. Okay, they brought up the quarterback coach, and he and he brings on a film of this guy down in Florida. It's Lamar. <laughs> I remember this. Imagine, imagine watching Lamar run against has has take off and do that juke he does, that little two step boom 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 boom, <laughs> and 
And I'm standing there thinking, holy cow, are we getting this kid? I had no idea who he was, but all I knew was that Teddy had come from Lamar. I'm sorry, from Florida. Um, I've been drinking, but I'm in for the night. Well, no, my lady, my lady friend up the street. We're gonna. She's bringing uh, uh, Bloody Marys, and then we're gonna walk up to the fishery in St. Matthews about six thirty. Sounds like a hell of a night, uh, no, Kenny. About six fifteen. Then we're gonna come back, watch a game. I'm gonna build a fire. Don't I don't expect anything. Well, just rub it in, Kenny. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> I don't expect anything big time to happen, but <laughs> if it does, <laughs> but I have got some firewood. I went out and got some firewood. We'll hold hands. When you're 76 and you fell off your horse two months ago and your bruises are finally gone, you 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 don't have big plans for the evening. But anyway, uh, watching Lamar, and I remember standing there thinking, are you kidding me? And about a year later, I said this to myself. I didn't say it to anybody. I wish I had. I said to myself, this guy's liable to win a Heisman. And damned if he didn't. You know, he should have won, too. Y'all there? Oh yeah, yeah. We wouldn't argue with you on that. <laughs> you scared me. I thought I thought I'm talking to sit air. You just kept but talking. Anyway, and we left. And I'll tell We're you something here. else. Well, thank you. And it's just that quick. My thought <laughs> jumped out of my head. Oh, I, I hope I'm not making a fool of myself. But I am in for the night. She she just lives four blocks away. And she's going to drive over with the bloody Mary. Out of boy. Lord, I hope. I hope my speech doesn't get any any, any more slurred. See you guys. <laughs> All right, Kenny. Take it easy, buddy. We appreciate you, buddy. We love you. I love you, Kenny. That's amazing. I, man, I wish I had a night, <laughs> a night of Bloody Marys and hold, oh, hand-holding in front of me. Yeah, I, I think, right. right. <laughs> Enough Bloody Marys, that sore hip wasn't going to bother him that much. Like, Trust me. Stop bragging, Kenny. <laughs> It'll go away. Well, well, this Kenny talked than Kenny Payne. That's for sure. <laughs> We've had this Kenny on the show more than Kenny Payne, for sure. <laughs> It actually occurred to me the other day that we've had Rick, we had Rick Stansberry as the head coach at Western on more than we've had Kenny on. That's amazing. I'm just saying, Kenny, those nights where you don't expect much to happen, something might happen. All right, buddy, just keep it up. They're walking up to the fishery. There ain't nothing better than bloody berries in the fishery. I'm not that a bloody berries guy at all. Oh, I am. Mm-mm. Love it. Spicy as can yeah. be. Never had one. <laughs> what? <laughs> The the circuitry inside Dave shorts like it, it froze for a moment. Spencer, what, how, are you just against it, or you just like never a, had one? Never, never wanted to know what it looks like for a human to have the blue screen that you get on a Microsoft <laughs> computer. That's what I didn't think that was like. Dave, I mean, is it like a rite of passage what? now to have a Bloody Mary in Dave's world? <laughs> it's just a you know, it's I mean, something we do. Good. Don't let anybody lie. Oh, to stop it! They're amazing. It's like mint juleps. Like I've heard mixed reviews, so uh-huh. I just never. And I'm not a mint guy anyway, so I just have never had a mint julep either. Is that? I'm sorry, Dave. I'm just gonna offend you I right like now. Do you just not drink in the morning? Yeah, I don't drink in the morning either. Yeah, all right. Well, then that's your first problem. <laughs> I don't think there's a time of day where a Bloody Mary sounds good to me. I don't think there's a time of day where a Bloody Mary isn't amazing. Mm. They're so good. Last time we did this with Hennessy, somebody brought us Hennessy. Please do not. That's not bring the same. Bloody Mary I will here. bring you a Bloody Mary. I don't want it. I will make you a, the best Bloody Mary you've ever had. Couple of texts in. I'm cracking up. Kenny is great. Kenny is a player, which I love. <laughs> Kenny is such a great caller. I think that there's two callers that our listeners love. They love when Kathy calls, and they love when Kenny calls. And I think it's just like their general happiness with their own lives. Yes. Everyone's like. Good for them. I'm glad those people are out there. Yes. Kathy and her cat over right. there in, in Kansas and, and Kenny in St. Matthews. 
It was just like, sorry, I've been drinking. We got Kevin who's always working on cars. <laughs> I love him. Oh, oh yeah. Right, Kevin. Kevin on yep. the cars. Yeah. Yeah. You mean Mike? Or Mike. That's right. And Steve, that sounds like Jeff Walls. That's right. We, we got a good community Steve of cars. Our buddy Tim. You know, did you got... catch yesterday I asked Jeff Walls if he's heard Steve? I, I didn't hear that. I was like, have you heard our caller Steve who sounds just like you? And his response was, does he stutter too? <laughs> I love Jeff so much. I know, me too. It's so perfect. It really was the perfect. It's the perfect, the perfect amount of just self-effacing humor. Just mm-hmm. perfect, man. Well, you can't make it weird if he just drains all the life out of it. Yeah. That's always been true, by the way, for anybody at home. You take the piss out of somebody, you know, Texture and they can't that, do it to you. Bloody Marys are Mike's hard tomato soup. Right? <laughs> you fellas, every time I hear... right. Every time I hear stuff like that, it's like you guys don't like spice. You don't spice it up. You don't put Worcestershire sauce and hot sauce in it. That's all I ever I don't hear. Want to drink or celery salt. That I have to do all that too. It makes it amazing. Makes it the drink. Not true. Yeah, a Bloody Mary is not tomato juice and vodka. A Bloody Mary is tomato juice, Worcestershire, celery salt, hot sauce. It's a lot of stuff that go into it. Pepper. If you're just putting V8 or tomato juice in some vodka, yeah, that's that's a poverty drink. It sounds awful. That's a depression drink. Like I want to call somebody for you. Like if you're having if you're having airplane Bloody Marys where they're just putting V8 in a in some clear vodka, yeah, yeah, that's sad. Have you ever had one of those? I, I've, I've I've had what somebody has called a Bloody Mary. Like this is just V8 in whatever vodka you could find. This is awful. Just have a properly prepared one. And then call me if you don't like tomato juice. Then you're probably not gonna like. It. But like I don't. I don't ever drink V8 or tomato juice on its own. But if you, you know, spice it up and, yeah, Bloody Marys are delicious. I used to make my own mix, little gallons of it. I made like five or six gallons of it for a tailgate once. Most of it got drank. <laughs> it's, a real labor of love. it's a real labor of love carrying it around. <laughs> Not me, man. Sorry. I mean, look, I drink bourbon most of the time. You know, I don't, I don't, I drink a lot of cocktails. I drink bourbon, either neat or with a couple of cubes in it. That's what I drink most of the time. But in the morning, if I'm having a tailgate, nine o'clock in the morning, yeah, we're drinking Bloody Marys. Brunch, Bloody Marys. If somebody has a Bloody Mary, probably a Bloody Mary. <laughs> Love them, man. Is there anything you like to drink, Spencer? Alcohol wise, or is a beer. If somebody asks yeah. you if there's something that you like to drink, water. They, they mean alcohol. Is this I mean, a <laughs> is this a TV show or a movie where you just order a beer? A beer. What kind of beer? I, I'm, <laughs> do you go up to the bar and say, "Can I get two beers and a shot?" It's like this beer. isn't this isn't TV. <laughs> like, tell me what beer. <laughs> Can I have one beer, please? Oh no, I love like the Fraser. Like, give me a regular. It's like you don't have a regular. <laughs> they know he wants beer. It's usually I'm generic like Budweiser is usually where I go with. Right. I'm not in like. Craft, I haven't explored craft beer, I should say. So you're a red-blooded American. Yeah. Appreciate that. Do you and, uh, and Strebel can bond over a party pack of Bush Light? And there ain't nothing wrong with that. I've done that plenty in my life. Look, if I want to drink 30 beers, would not advocate that for anybody at home. Mm. Uh, I'm not drinking the IPAs I normally drink if I'm having a couple. <laughs> no, I would think not. Yeah, in my youth, it was all, you know, pea beer. It was all... Beer. <laughs> yeah, who's all that? You know, anything that comes in a thirty pack—that's what you drink when you. <laughs> that's right. You're going for quantity, not yeah. quality. Right. Like my hazy little thing IPAs—they come in six packs and four packs of sixteen ounces or twelve packs. 
you're not going to find a 30-pack of Hazy IPA. I know when Luke's on, he said that back in his day, if he could have any NIL do, it was going to be Bush Light. It was his go-to. Back yeah, in- Bush Light, man. Just give me some Bush Light back in the day. I'd be fine. Anybody who's been in college understands that. When I was, that it was more Natty Light for us back in the, the mid-aughts, but you know. Texture says mimosas are the superior morning drink. I mean, I disagree, I I but I appreciate that. I appreciate that you like. Like, I'll drink a mimosa. Texture says I bet Spencer likes chocolate milk. Actually, no, just no. regular milk. Even I don't know that that's better. <laughs> you don't. Yeah, it's you and Harbaugh. What, when was the? Yeah, I was about to say. When was the last time someone you know just like went and got a glass of milk? No. I do like the morning, some like on a Saturday morning or something. I'll if I'm going to have a glass of milk in the morning, I'll get a bowl eat, of cereal well, and put the glass of milk I in it. I will take a glass of milk to eat like a sleeve of cookies I ought not eat. <laughs> but I'm never just going to like sip a glass of milk. That's <laughs> it, it's crazy really, talk. Yeah, like if I'm drinking yeah. milk, it's going to be chocolate milk. Like every Fair. like once a year, maybe I get a a hankering and I'll get like a one you know a little chug from uh from a uh, you know, a gas station or whatever. I only use milk as a drink to wash down something I shouldn't eat that's this much of. <laughs> like Girl Scout cookies or something. Yeah. Understood. But I would much rather drink all of that milk while wolfing down cereal that I shouldn't eat. Yeah. That's See, that's where I, that's where my milk yes. consumption comes in. Correct. Yeah. It's a, that and smoothies. When I would get on kicks for smoothies, I might use a little bit of milk to... To blend it, that or orange juice, or both. You never know. I bet you Jeff Brom does not drink Bloody Marys. I don't know, man. He's a pretty smart guy. So he probably drinks. I don't think he's once in a while. At all. If he's a smart guy, he doesn't like gross stuff like that. Sorry, I'm just. That's done nothing for me. I, I, we're not. A, I'm not a pro Bloody Mary uh, outfit here at all. It's getting more for me than Jeff Brom did talk today uh, about signing day. Uh, even though Louisville didn't have anyone really new uh, to add or to offer, uh, we've known about this signing day uh, for quite some time. We've known about this class that is dominated by the transfer portal guys, but not in- entirely. I think there's plenty of high school guys uh, to be excited about uh, as well uh, in this one. But we were just talking about, look, the, it's all so different uh, from how it used to be. And Jeff Brown was asked about that and just sort of the way you handle this sort of thing now, uh, as compared to how it used to be uh, in the past. Can we play one whenever you get a, a second there? Uh, we'll let you hear uh, some of these. Cause I, look, I thought he was pretty interesting today, uh, just in terms about what they think about this team. And we did get a, a little bit of insight at a couple of places, but here's what he had to say about that first. Well, yeah, it's kind of been an uneventful day for us. And, uh, yeah, I just think the college landscape has changed quite a bit. Yes, it'll continue to probably adapt um, moving forward even more. But, you know, we just try to, you know, figure it out and uh, make the most of it. So from our end, uh, I think you've always got to be ready for roster change. And that's going to always be guys that graduate, guys that possibly enter the NFL draft, guys that maybe are unhappy with their playing time. And then you factor in that, you know, these guys can transfer freely basically whenever they want. Uh, so you've got to be prepared uh, to add to your roster. So I just think that we understood that uh, from the beginning. Uh, so throughout the entire season uh, until the very end, we were working hard to prepare ourselves to 
adapt and change our roster to improve our football team. And I think we were in a good position. We were on it early. Our, our coaches, uh, our recruiting staff uh, identified what we thought could help us, and we were active in going and trying to get that. And in the end, we feel, we feel good about uh, you know what we've brought to the table. Of course, now they got to come here, and we've got to work with them, and they've got to prove their worth, and we've got to gel it all together. But uh, in my opinion, you know, all winter, all spring, all summer, all fall camp, you should be able to piece things together if you if you put the time in. And I'm looking forward to seeing these guys play. Here's look, that was a lot, uh, kind of a soliloquy from him uh, about the, the state of things, but it doesn't contain anything that I don't want to hear from my coach, and so I'm thrilled about it. And this, and here's what I mean: this topic, like you get coaches talking about how things are now, especially football coaches. You're very, very likely to get some belly aching. Yes. And I didn't get any belly aching. No. And that is exactly what I want to hear. Uh, even if he doesn't mean any of this, right? Like if he's secretly, like if you're around, and I don't know what he's like when people are around, obviously, but like if he really hates how all of this is, he does a fine job hiding it. And that's great. I, because there's the only thing I don't want to hear from any of my coaches is that like how much they hate the way things are now because it's a waste of time yeah you have to i think he's very aware of what we are as a program and what we want to be and our best way of becoming it which is taking full advantage of the transfer portal 100 percent, leaning in nil taking advantage of all these tools you've been given how the nature of college football has changed and how it can help you there's no point in complaining about it the like the horses are out of the barn dude there's no point in complaining about it Embrace it, and that's what he's done. And if if he has a problem with it, you could have fooled me. You know, I mean, if you're the head coach here, you need to embrace it because that's how you compete with the Alabamas and the Georgias of the world, or the only chance you have at competing with them. It's not by recruiting traditionally, because we could have our best recruiting class by ten to twelve spots, and we'll still be ten spots behind Alabama and Georgia. Sure, you know, like that's. The traditional way almost always ends up with the same five programs winning the national title. This new way, I think, could open doors for other teams to do that. Why not us at this point? You know, and you got to position yourself in a way to take full advantage of this system. And he's done that. Louisville has done that. Not just Jeff, but Louisville has done that. And Jeff has done a good job of embracing what 502 Circle and everybody's doing here couple of tweets at us. One says, hopefully at least one Kenny is lucky today after the Kenny that called. Uh, we'll settle for either. We'll settle for either. As long as Kenny calls us, tells us about it. Not too much detail. Also tweeted at us, caller Kenny has me thinking my life is boring. <laughs> Kenny is, he is living his best life. For there, sure. Look, there were a lot of people on the text line talking about spicy Bloody Marys and how much they love them. Okay. And talking about getting... One of the best parts about them is the garnishes. They said they had one in Florida that had a piece of bacon, piece of shrimp, and a and a celery stick. Celery stick is the classic. Uh, another ones that they had, you know, they like it with a Klosterman pickle. Like, dude, speaking my language, love it. We need you to come in on Friday just drink at the Bloody Mary during the show, Dave. At this point, guess well, I don't I know. Feel like we would not have to twist his arm to make that. You really happen. don't. Yeah, I'll bring in mix and I'll just start making them during the show. <laughs> I'll make you a little one, a little thimble. I'm not drinking it. Thimble. No, this, the jury's not out here. Like, uh, sh- sh- shot glass. 
This verdict is already. I'll take a I'm, thimble though, because I've never had Bloody Mary. Have, so. He can have mine. Yeah, I'm he can have. Didn't you know? I'm not doing it. Look at you. It's my show. You're not going to make me. Well, I, drink okay. Bloody Mary. I, I know it's your it. show. I know it's your show, Mark. I'm pulling rank on you. Yeah, he's doing the issel. <laughs> I don't like my show. Them. I just I don't like them, and I'm not drinking them. I'm, That's okay. The point is like this is not something I've not tried. Right. Everybody's right? not going to like it. Yeah. I'm just I'm worried that you've only had like the most basic of Bloody Marys. I probably have. I don't like a like bloody them. Mildred. A you know. Bloody- <laughs> <What>? <laughs> just fucking V8. <laughs> You're worried that I had a Rick Bozich? Yeah, that's Mary, right. No, that no spices at all. At all. <laughs> if he had one, that's how it would be. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, you ain't, you ain't spicing that thing up. Keep your pepper and salt, all right, sir. Sir, I don't need that. What if he's? What if that's like his like a, a studied like position? Like that? Like he's like don't like I don't season things because I like it's like theological. Like God made everything taste like just like it should, and you're messing it up if you change it. So what? The spices are of the devil. Yeah. Like you're, it shows that you're uh, you're dissatisfied with how things taste naturally. Then I call me Satan, then because I use a whole lot of uh, seasoning. It would make sense for why this basketball season doesn't bother him at all. <laughs> that it? seems like a policy that would be in place in like Utah, like Mormon country. <laughs> no the home, spices here. The home, like the, the home of the home of three percent beer and uh, you know, <laughs> and absolutely no spices. Texture says, my show, and I want to drink a Bloody Mary, so stop <laughs> That's really like... <laughs> I'm not going to drink it. I kind of wanted you to keep, to keep yelling stuff like, it's my show, I don't have to drink it. Like, all right, man, it doesn't even have to be your show for you not to have to drink it. <laughs> Thou shalt not commit adultery on your steak by seasoning it. Yeah. I do like this idea that 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 Bozich is actually like a food fundamentalist. Yeah. And everything's perfect, just like it is, and that's why we don't. Put it's like it salmon coffee. comes out of the ocean and with the proper amount the food, of salt in it. That's right. Doesn't yeah. let the food touch. Yeah. Right. We're we're calling yeah. the unifooder, right? Like they don't casseroles. Uh-uh. No. I'm not doing any of that. Like stew is the devil's food. Yeah, you know, absolutely. Like pot roast, not a chance. Mm-mm. Like what? Carrots cooked in beef Lasagna? juices? Mm-mm. No. Chili. Everything has to be deconstructed. He was the starter of that movement, actually. (laughs) Deconstructed lasagna that's just like a couple of noodles and some ricotta cheese. (laughs) Some tomatoes. Socially distanced from one another. (laughs) So when that first started, Buzz was like, like food. (laughs) Like food. (laughs) I have a text in to my phone, Mark, for you that says, if you ever go to Boston, my friend will buy you a Bloody Mary with a burger on top as a garnish. Okay, with a burger on top, I would consider that. You can you can eat the burger if you drink the Bloody Mary. Or at least try it. Yeah, I would probably do that. Yeah. Because like the, there was a movement several years ago, probably in the last 10 years, where Bloody Mary garnishes, it was like a challenge to see who could have the most ridiculous what garnish. Kind of on top of yeah, glass? and it turned yeah. into like chicken wings and burgers and stuff. <laughs> like there's what I need. A new yeah. car. Like basically like murder. you can a order a meal. <laughs> Not a bloody murder. <laughs> you think I've had a bloody murder. Is that the opposite of a bloody Mildred? I guess that bloody murder seems like a. I wouldn't drink like that either. Line in here. For the record, <laughs> would not drink that either. We could do a bloody Caesar. 
That's with Clamato juice. I'm sure you're into that. I've never heard of that. No, yeah. I did want to mention very quickly, Kevin Wilson, who is at Tulsa, the Mm -hmm. coach of Tulsa now, was uh, introducing their class, which, according to him, you'll be surprised to learn that Tulsa claims they've engaged in zero NIL, which I know none of us thought Tulsa was like a wash in NIL money anyway, right? Oklahoma is where Footloose took place, so... (laughs) Did was it Oklahoma? Was it really? I thought it was Iowa. No. I was 80% sure it was Oklahoma. Not Iowa. I don't think it's Iowa. Both <laughs> of them are believable. That's right. <laughs> You're not wrong. There's a lot of oil money in, in Oklahoma, though. And they hate dancing. Their, their minor league team is called the Tulsa Drillers. That's true. This is a good yeah. point. They just haven't been able to get Tulsa to get Fair them. enough. So Kevin Wilson said, this is hands down the number one class in the nation, non-NIL. <laughs> This, this is an old-fashioned build some relationship, get to know some guys, share with them the education opportunity at Tulsa, share with them the value of the city, Tulsa, share with them a chance to be a part of a program that's been building. And then he said a lot of kids uh, asking these days, what am I going to get uh, NIL-wise? And he says he tells them, you're going to get yelled at. I don't really know what to say to that. This is one of the worst recruiting pitches I've ever heard. That really is. Like, so you're right. <laughs> that was a like minute-long like wank the- motion. That was all that was. Boy right? Gardner likes that. <laughs> yes, he does. It's the only one. Him and Dabo. And Kevin God bless Lloyd Gardner. And Kevin Wilson. Well, Kevin Wilson, I guess, has a job on Dabo's staff if he ever needs it. That's right. You're going to get yelled at. That's what you're going to get. What do you get? You're going to get yelled at. would have said to me. <laughs> yeah. How about a knuckle sandwich, basically, as well? Yeah. <laughs> Trying to think of what, like, NIL would stand for in his mind, you know? Texas, I have heard a lot about the nightlife in Tulsa. That's, that's right. not true. There's not a chance that that's true. <laughs> now, that I, I would love to see. It's like, trying to, like, sex up Tulsa. Yeah. Right, like trying to come up with some sort of pitch where you try to make it out to be like it's Vegas or something. And it's we have also. one bar that opens until one a.m. Make like the, the uh, make a Tulsa video like the Cleveland tourism video. <laughs> <laughs> That's you know? exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> this tree's taking jobs out of Cleveland. <laughs> Our economy's based on LeBron James. Okay, so. We're- <laughs> I watch the video at least once every other month. (laughs) It's so funny still. Oh, it's 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 one of the best. We have one texture says it's Iowa. For For Footloose? Footloose. I I didn't know that they ever said where it was. I tend to believe that texture. Let's just let me look it up real quick. I'm almost positive it's Oklahoma. But maybe the new one was in Oklahoma. I'm willing to be wrong here. Well, that's good. There's a reason that was not a trivia question for Friday. (laughs) Get all my wrongness with facts and movies out of the way now. What have we decided here? I just now I've just got the Cleveland tourism video (laughs) song in my head. So you distracted yourself. Small town of Beaumont. That's Texas. It's not spelled that way. Oh. It's spelled like somebody who doesn't know how to spell Beaumont. Uh, of course. It's B-O-M-O-N-T. Beaumont. It doesn't say the state. Maybe it's a lie. 
It's like Springfield. There's like a Beaumont yeah. everywhere. Footloose is loosely based on the town of Elmore City, Oklahoma. That's probably go. where I got it from. Loosely based. Yep. But it's supposed to be somewhere in the Midwest. I don't know. This isn't good radio. I'm done. Yeah. We had a texter who wants to know if we touched on uh, the guy that LSL had on last night. I We have not yet, but I did see the text responses. Because okay, every once in a while I'll look at it, you know, while I'm at home. Well, let's talk about that. Okay. Uh, on the other side here. On the drive on I thought the Tired of jumping from job to job? How about a career in a recession-proof industry where you can make a difference and help create a healthier living and working environment? The pest management industry gives you the opportunity to work with more independence. OPC Pest Services will give you a chance to grow with advancement. Come be a part of our team at OPC Pest Services. Apply online at opcpest.com slash careers. That's opcpest.com slash careers. Where do you go to find all your favorite wine, beer, and spirits with selections customized to local tastes? For over 25 years, that go-to place has been Cox's Spirit Shop. Cox's, Louisville's go-to liquor store. Taking care of your family isn't always easy, so we make sure getting care when you need it is... With Baptist Health Urgent and Virtual Care, we bring you more options and greater convenience, too. With video visits available 24-7 and online check-in through MyChart for in-person visits. To check in online or to set up a video visit, go to baptisthealth.com slash care anywhere. When it's time to replace your heating and air system, we know people want options. That's why you'll always get a free second opinion with BJ Heating and Cooling. Plus, for a limited time, get 0% financing for 60 months on a new Bryant system. Call the experts you can trust at BJ Heating and Cooling. You're listening to The Drive, presented by Fitness Market, right here on 93.9 The Ville. Now, here's Mark Ennis and Biggest Biscuit, also known as Dave Skull. Welcome back into The Drive here on 93.9 The Ville. Mark Ennis, Dave Skull, a texter into the UPS Jobs text line very quickly <laughs> sent us the, the name of a, I assume it, uh, yeah, it is a, a gentleman's club called the the landing strip oh yeah in tulsa yeah there you go perfect <laughs> happy super bowl to all who celebrate from FanDuel, america's number one sports book if you're like me super bowl sunday is all about scoring the best seat on the couch grabbing your favorite football snacks and placing some super bets i mean i'm, I'm gonna be all about my chicken wings the halftime show maybe some of the commercials Obviously, the football action and all my parlays. FanDuel has so many ways for you to end the season with a W or two or three. Not only can you bet on who will win the Super Bowl 58, but FanDuel also has bets for which players will score a touchdown, how many points will be scored, and so much more. New customers, join today and you'll get $200 in bonus bets if your first bet of $5 or more wins. Just visit FanDuel.com slash Biscuit to sign up. That's FanDuel.com slash Biscuit. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sportsbook partner of the NFL. Must be 21 and over and present in Kentucky. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. So last night, Louisville Sports Live had 
Curry Hicks Sage. Like, I know I don't know much about him, but as a kind of an aspiring uh, college basketball insider, uh, I think it kind of in the same vein as Trilly Donovan. And in the course of having him on and talking about what is assuredly going to be Louisville hitting the coaching search market, uh, in the course of their discussions, I believe what was said uh, was that Louisville is a top. 25-ish job in the in the world of college basketball or top 30. Uh, and I know I only heard about this secondhand, but I know that you did one of my favorite things, and that's you saw the text line reaction to yeah, that. So I started looking at it. Yeah. I would like to hear some of the text line reaction to that when it happened. I'm still looking through. Um, I think a lot of the people that Responded last night. Have sent other sense. Texted a lot yeah. since because the only ones I can see are actually uh, uh, somewhat complimentary of Curry. So definitely should have Curry on more. A really good guest for the show. Really enjoyed him on the show today. But honestly, that was like the only positive one. And of course, he's the only one that hasn't texted since. Sure. There was a lot of top 30 job, top 25 job, maybe. You know, like what's this guy talking about? Push back on him, you know, and, and I'm sure I. I think Phil said they did push back on him a little bit later on that. I'm sure they did because Ethan and Taylor would not agree with that assessment. But I'm actually going to text them real quick. Taylor said that uh, the Curry guy called it a top 15 job. Well, there you go. Doesn't, Where did top 30 come from? Well, does top fi- like does top 15 sound right either? No. No. I mean, it's technically right, but maybe it's more the again. I listened a little bit last night, but maybe it's more the recency like the lack of success with Louisville basketball and that maybe in this guy's mind it's gone down a few pegs, kind of like Indiana, UCLA, that kind of vein where it's like... Well, how about I knock him down a few pegs? Maybe go right ahead, Dave. <laughs> and give him a mimosa too. Here, here's it. one. You'll enjoy this. Who, so here's the, one texture. String of texts. Who is this guy? This is awful. Top 15 to 25 job is extremely ridiculous. So that's what it was, 15 to 25. Okay. Uh, and make the tournament every three or four years. Don't tell me he actually said that. Did he say that? This is like when Harold was uh, firing and then blessing Ron English in the same game. <laughs> Until the last five years, uh, Cluster F, we had more tournaments than Indiana and Duke. This guy is a jackass. He sounds like most of our bros on message boards regurgitating this stuff uh, for months. You got to push back, my man. This guy's an idiot. So Taylor's now saying that they did push back to that point where it's like, you shouldn't make the tournament like every other year or whatever. You said they did push back because Louisville should be expecting to you know make the tournament every single year. I know recently we've sucked at that job. Thank you, Taylor. I just don't know. I mean, I, I'm going to go back and listen to LSL because I, I really do want to hear what this guy said because there was some strong reactions on the text line. Strong. And look, we can we can be we can be guilty of like the the bubble kind of thing where we think certain things about the Louisville job that maybe others don't sure. think. Uh, but that, I mean, just the two, what, two days ago, I played a clip of, that's so funny. I Two days ago, I played a clip, Gary Parrish Gary just Parrish, on yeah. the radio in Birmingham, and here are three Alabama hosts who are like, Louisville's not going to steal Nate Oates from us, are they? And I, yeah, the next night on LSL goes, hey, you know, they stopped. 25 job. I do love that Gary Parrish says you kind of have like FU money and we just get whoever we want at this point. Really that was pretty host. funny. It was yeah. really more yeah. the host. Okay, yeah, fair. It wasn't Parrish. But, but just to repeat what was said yesterday, th- that's kind of true, <laughs> but only when basketball's filling up the um center. Yeah. When it's not, a lot of that 
F you money becomes a lot more polite. Let's get... <laughs> See, that F you money becomes a little more polite. So Ethan said... It becomes, excuse me, money. He said he said three or four out of every five years we should make the tournament. And Ethan, <laughs> Ethan retorted with, I said every year is the expectation, which is absolutely 100% true. Yeah, that's the basics. It, I don't know how old this Curry guy is, but he can't be that old. You know what I mean? Like, it, it, this stinks of a... Uh, uh, yeah, like a 25-year-old guy. He's also a Northeast guy, too, so maybe he's just not super plugged in with Louisville. And if he was 35 from the Northeast, he would have watched us in the Big East days. That's true. You know. Maybe he's from Boston. He, maybe he's older and knows Rick Pitino from the Celtics days, <sighs> which we all forget about. I'm just saying. The national title was 11 years ago. You know? wasn't that long ago. And it's not like that one came out of nowhere. No. We had a Final Four the year before. <laughs> right. At a Sweet 16 and Elite 8 the two years after. They all happened. Regardless of what the boys in Indianapolis say. I, I do think, though, look, that's crazy. But there's... It's a disconnect. It's what well, it is. It, it, it can, it, we can at least let it be indicative of the fact that like, the last few years have done some real damage. At least in terms of the overall public perception. They have. The nice thing is it will go away immediately. Like, the moment they're decent, that place will be full. They'll be able to put it back on TV. It'll be right back in people's consciousness. And I, like, I don't think that it's been killed here. But I, I think we can at least take that comment as some a lot of the hard work that got done from the mid-'70s until the mid-2000s, uh, mid-2010s, has been damaged by the last four or five years. Sure. Sure. But I don't think it's damaged so much that we can't get it back quickly. You know, and that's everybody's fear is that you become a Georgetown or something like that, where your success, like your best success is decades ago. And even your, your, you know, most recent final four is, is starting to, to yellow around the edges, you know, and that's, that's what you fear. Like St. John's was great 30 years ago. Didn't want to happen. Right. You know, and it's, that's not Louisville. People, I think young people have a hard time, even people locally, have a hard time really understanding how good Louisville's been for a long time. I mean, back when the NAIB meant something and the NIT was a much more prestigious tournament than the NCAA, they won both of them. You know, then they, once the NCAA got beefed up, they started making Final Fours, 1956. You know, and that's, that's the history of this program. You know, before the NCAA took away wins, we were top 20 in wins. You know, we're top 10 in NCAA tournament victories, Sweet 16s, NCAA tournament win percentage, all those, all those things, all those indicators. Obviously, top 10 in titles. Well, there are three. Like, we're up there. We're amongst the greatest programs in the country. We're not a, recent, we're not a flash in the pan. You know, we're not a one-coach program. Right. We're none of those things. Uh, and it's going to... Take a good coach to come in here and, and a great coach to come in here and, and bring us back to where we deserve to be. And it's more challenging now. You can win from a lot of different places. I mean, we can do it. I know the fear is, and I know maybe it's because of proximity to where they are, but like Indiana, we talk about like, mm. you know, their glory days was behind them. And yeah, you know, they caught a couple lucky years here and there, but like they haven't been to a Final Four since I don't even know when. 2002. 2002. So it's been a while since they've been to the Final Four, been a while since they've hoisted the trophy. And, you know, we look at it that way, and, like, I don't want Louisville to be 
stumbling to where we like we kind of perceive Indiana to be at sometimes. Was two thousand two, two thousand three? I think it was oh two. Oh two with Maryland right? won it all. Yeah, it's oh two. They lost to Maryland in the final. Yeah, beat. Yeah, I was right first. Beat Duke to make the final four that year, yeah. right? That was, was a pretty big upset. Yeah, and they made the the final game, game and lost to Maryland. Uh, ESPN just announced here uh, shortly, like with just the last couple of minutes ago, officially Nick Saban going to join the cast of College Game Day. Mm. Uh, he will join Reese Davis, Corso, Herb Street, Desmond Howard, and Pat McAfee uh, as an analyst. I I think he'll do really well there. I think he'll do a gr- especially if he can if he's not angling for anything and it's just sort of his personality. I think. I, I have a suspicion there's a lot more personality than we've been allowed to see with this carefully managed uh, everything he does. You see it here and there. Like, he's let it pop out, you know, in, in an article here, or, you know, right. press conference there. I think he's going to be really good, I just, especially analytically. I think he'll do great there. I just don't want to be like this SEC homer because he's been in the SEC for a lot of the last, you know, two decades now. But, again, he has stopped at Michigan State and Toledo, so he's got experience with other conferences. But I know he's been ingrained with the SEC so much. So when they had the, you know the, you know they're doing who they think is going to be in the playoff. He's like, oh, put four SEC teams in there because I said so. Well, there's going to be four SEC. I mean, teams probably in there anyway, year. but <laughs> if the twelve teams. It won't so be, be five. Yeah, there might be five. Yeah, I get, I get what you're saying. I mean, but that that's kind of where everything's going anyway. Yeah, I, I, I think he's going to be good. I, I wonder when Lee Corso is completely done. Like never shows back up, you know, and I, I'm like, obviously, I'm not uh, rooting for it at all. Like, I just, I love Lee Corso, but I just wonder when, when it's going to become too much, you know? Yeah, because no one can do the headgears anymore. No, like, that's nobody can be take that over. Right. Anybody tries to take that over, maybe their their hands burn the first time they grab one. Like Jay Williams has kind of done that to a degree with the, the jerseys with basketball. The little bit I've watched a college game day basketball where he'll have a jersey underneath his suit. It's not the same, but. Yeah, no one could do the headgear as Corso did. See, college game day with basketball, it seemed like it's fizzled so much since it was pretty good when they first started and it was a big deal to get them on Saturdays. But I feel like the fact that there isn't a focal point day for college basketball. Saturdays are big, but so are Mondays yeah. and Wednesdays and Thursdays. Yeah. Even and yeah, Sundays are – I mean, Sunday's more of a women's be. game. Yeah. But Well, and, and college game day benefits just from the ingrained yeah. football. Weekly, one game – today's the day everybody with the with maybe an exception or two is playing today yeah and here's how it's going to go in college basketball like here's a bunch today some of these teams might play two more times before we're back here again <laughs> that's right, right. or the, here's they all played three days ago let's go take a look at it you know and it's it's different but even when they first started doing it back in the late 2000s and whatever you know when we got it at freedom hall and it was still bigger than it is now I always love the half court like. shot that they had on game. And I know the football they're trying to do like a field goal contest. Yeah. It's not the same as the half court shot. That was always a must watch. And then when the guy hit the shot every once in a while, it's like, oh, that's awesome. Yeah. And Digger, man. That's why like if you if you had any questions about whether Digger was a jackass, if you went to the the game day, you figured that out pretty quickly. He admonished Sean Moth and Sean was just trying to do his job and it was like, all right, Digger. Like Sean was just telling like people what to do, and Digger was like, It's my shot. I'm gonna run the show. It's this is my thing, and Sean, of course, was gracious as always, and was like, you know, of course, good deal. Yeah. And it was just, it was so unnecessary, and he, the, the crowd was just like, dude, what are you doing? Like that, we all like that guy. We tolerate you. 
Like, he's our guy. You've misread the room here. Yeah, you really have. Nobody here cares about you, Digger. You're the least important person on that stage. You stupid highlighter. Yeah. That's really cute, though. Your highlighter matches your tie. Cody, welcome into the drive on 93 on the Bell. What's up, buddy? Hey, what's up, guys? Um, so that, that, that guy that LSL had on, that, yeah. that is probably the first guy I've heard say Louisville is, is that below a top. And, like, the, the worst I've heard is somebody say, yeah, it's a dumpster fire, but it's a top 10 job. I have never heard anybody call this job a top 15 to 25 job. I, I don't. Y- y'all might be able to to find somebody that I, I, I don't know. I've just never heard that. I was like, dude, that is Kentucky that fans don't so even say that. Thing. No, 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 no. I, like even the biggest like Louisville haters, I hear that they're like, yeah, it's a top ten job. Uh, no, nobody's ever said fifteen to twenty five, and, and I'm starting to question some of these uh, some of these guys that are just kind of in the Trilly Donovan circle. I'm, I'm not saying that he's not accurate about a lot of stuff, but. Uh, the moment that dude said the three coaching names we've been hearing for weeks, it's like, okay, buddy, uh, you're. You, it seems like you're just kind of reading this off of something because everybody has been saying this. That uh, yeah, I've been hearing about uh, Beer Tang and Cronin. And it's like <laughs> from 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 where? Everybody, everybody, dude. Because um, uh, I, I don't think uh, I, I think the higher that we make, I don't think it's going to be. Any of those dudes, if, if it comes to that, obviously, I, I think, I think that the way it's going to go, I, J- Josh, it's all in his head. Like nobody outside of him knows what's happening. So I'm just starting to kind of get frustrated with dudes like that spewing that stuff because I don't think it's just as cut and dry as it's 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 Tang Beard and Cronin. That's it. I I don't I don't think it's just that. Um, yeah, that's. That, that's all I got. I question that dude's the, the second he said fifteen to twenty five job. It's like no, dude, that's just not true. That's not factual. Just yeah, I, I didn't, I didn't like that. That rubbed me the wrong way. So uh, that's all I got. Thank you, guys. Appreciate uh, the call uh, there. I look, I'd love to hear what he has to say, but, but I'm not picking on him. I'm just saying that surprises me. We usually hear the opposite. Yeah, uh, and I just took it as a sign. Hey, look, he, the Louisville's done itself some damage. Uh, with the last few years, I think in people's minds, uh, people I think at least don't have the visceral kind of memory of what Louisville's like when it's also rolling, right? Not like they do some of the others when they start talking about these things. That's all. Yeah, no, it's and he's probably young, like I said earlier. And, and to uh, the caller's point, it I think it's going to be a you're going to hear more names than that when it gets rolling or at least they're going to interview more people than that. I think it's going to be a wide net, but he'll probably have a pretty good idea of what he wants once the season ends. 81 50, That is uh, the number. If you'd like to get in here, 38, 31, 93, for the UPS jobs text line. If you want to hit up that way, uh, you're welcome to do so as well. Since we were talking about missing a uh, national signing day, miss uh, selection Sunday too. Yeah. <laughs> those two together yeah no kidding at least one for different there. reasons yeah but just one last thing like i feel like whatever the coaching search was last time the result and the process i think it's going to be the opposite this time so if you thought the process was too focused if you thought it wasn't broad enough i think it'll be the opposite this time it'll be broader at least more open and more candidates mentioned you know i think that the result will be different you'll get 
coach with experience. It'll be the it'll be the uh, exact I feel like opposite. We all of agree last time. that's the thing we know for sure is going to happen. There's yeah. there is there's less than nothing, no zero, any chance at all that the per, the person that is hired to replace Kenny has, is not a head coach right now. Yeah. One hundred percent. Yeah, it's probably it might be the only thing I know for sure. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't know much when it comes to this. Like who we're going to end up with. I have my thoughts. You know, I have my feelings, but I don't know a whole lot about where we end up. I just know that it's going to be somebody who has uh, head coaching experience. <laughs> and, and as far as like truly Donovan, like I've talked to him. I think the challenge with the Louisville search is that Josh doesn't talk. Yeah, and so everything that you hear about. Louisville's search, whatever it might be, is going to come from the agent slash coach's side. Yeah. You're just, there's nothing to get from here. He doesn't have an outlet. Uh, and agents sometimes tell the truth, sometimes are doing the thing that helps their client the most. And if Trilly tweets that, uh, I saw what he tweeted too. Like, that's probably at least reflective of those people's interests in the Louisville job. It's just not reflective of what anybody at Louisville thinks because we don't know. Yeah. Do you th- do you agree with Cody, however, uh, that this hire sh- stands to just reflect what Josh wants more than the than when Kenny was hired? Yeah, because I I don't think any of us think that like Josh did that unilaterally, and I don't think that he'll do this one unilaterally. But I would expect him to to be less collaborative than last. Time. Sure. He's the he's the interim tag is gone. Um, he has been empowered to do his job, and he, I think he's going to do it. But that doesn't mean that, it, like you said, it'll be completely unilateral. But the ultimate decision will be his. Well, right, and and that just by saying that, none of them are unilateral. Yeah, you know, the, even athletic directors that that are very very empowered still have to get some folks on board with it. These are big outlays, usually. Yeah, you have to come up with some financial commitments that requires getting people people sign checks yeah and that's part of his job too though is getting people to see it his way that might be the harder job that's when we'll know by the way if it's if like josh is like the guy driving this ship sort of by himself is if if he starts pushing for we start hearing reports about somebody that's kind of off the radar yeah and like oh that's because i think we'd all agree like i think a lot of people knew that when Tom was going to hit the market for a coach, that he was going to go for Charlie Strong uh, and had a feeling on a couple of guys that Tom really liked. Yeah. Do any of us feel like we have any idea who Josh likes? Not like right Jeff Brom was easy. But with basketball, I don't think any of us have a clue the kind of person that would appeal to him. Like, I think Vince even had kind of a type, and they didn't work that great, but they ha- he had a... For football and basketball, Chris Mack and Scott were analogous. Like you could see what unified them as a, appealing to somebody. I don't know what it is with with Josh at all. Both guys that really enjoy Cincinnati's nightlife. 